We're on the first line on Daf Samach Sayin Amar Aleph Amar Rav Yudah Rav Yudah says Hechnis Lo Shnei Kelim Pelav Sos. Up until now, we're talking about we passed like Rav Yudah, and I talked about a very simple case. She put in China, it was attached to the Ksuva for a thousand dollars. On dissolving the marriage, they got divorced. It's still worth a thousand dollars, and we said she has a right to those the China dishes, and he cannot say, "Look, I want to give you the money." That's what I said. I'll be a thousand dollars. That's all I'll give you. Now here's the case that's a little bit different, okay? She had two Ming vases, very precious vases, and the value was, was uh, established as a thousand zuz. Expensive, okay? A thousand zuz is quite a bit, quite a lot of money, okay? Okay? Uh, it's a, like uh, multiplied by $50. So it's like $50,000, okay? That's a rough it's estimate. A zuz is like a $50, right? <laughs> It's a big sculpture in Mexico. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so it's a, okay. So we're looking at fifty thousand uh, dollars, whatever that they're, that they're evaluated at. Total so, or per, per? No, total. That was the original. Was total. Now Now it's doubled in value. Now it's worth hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So The first one, she's entitled to as part of the ksuva. What about the second one? After all, that's more taking more than that. Dude, that's older because it was only locked in at a thousand zos, and now it's two thousand zos. The answer is no sen is damim She's still entitled to it because, after all, it's shvach bezavia. But she'll have to out of her pocket or whatever cash she has, she'll have to give the additional thousand zos to take hold of it if she wants, obviously. But that's the point. Okay, so what the chiddush here is is that even if it's worth more, she still has a claim to the item itself, and she has the ability to pay for the difference. You following? That's clear. Okay, so mipnei shavach bezavia. Now, my kamashvulan is that obvious? We already said that shavach bezavia didava. We already said all shavach bezavia is hers. So the says ha'amra. We said that ha'amra of you the chazim didn't have you to say this once. The answer is it's not so clear. Maudatim might have thought hani milehecha. It's still within the range of what the Ksuba claim is. You wouldn't think that she has the ability to pay off the difference in value to get the items back. That you might not have known. That she has that power as well. That's the Chiddush. Yes. Nowadays, among the Sephardim in Mexico, the Malavim, you get, uh, if you marry, sometimes you, if your family can afford it, of course, they give a matana to the Hatan. Yeah, that's in many communities, yeah. Which is uh, a dowry? No, no, not a dowry. It's a dowry. No. Uh, it's a gold watch. It's I mean, you're getting married. No, no, no. You're getting married with a girl, and the girl brings spread. The father of the girl brings presents to the groom. A shas, a chasen shas. That's what we have. That's a simple gold watch. A chasen no, shas. Those are the two things. Even more. More expensive stuff. Okay. Even more expensive stuff. Gold watch. Look so what happens if they divorce? What? If they divorce? Oh, who do they get it back? No, no. That's no, not a tax. That's a gift. That's so different. The dowry is what. It's a gift. Those are gifts. What's a gift is a gift. It wasn't a conditional gift. But traditionally, there is such thing as a dowry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the girl's family 
gets to the... Yeah, but a lot of times that's attached, either attached to the ksuva or not attached to the ksuva, but it's for the couple, for... You know, for the couple. That's a different thing. That when it's for the couple, it's for the couple. So it goes into the ktuve. It either goes into the ksuva or not in the ksuva, but it's her property and that's brought into the marriage. Okay. So dissolving that marriage, she's entitled to it back. That's all. Okay. All right, moving on to the new Mishnah. Bas Yisrael, new case. Regular Bas Yisrael, she needs to go and marries a Kohen. Omeis, and now a Kohen husband dies. Benichamoveres, but she's pregnant with a child. So, and there's slaves there. Her slaves cannot eat truma. And the reason why is because the Uber is a partial owner of those slaves. And um, that's a problem. An Uber, a, a, a fetus, has the ability to disqualify somebody from eating truma in the negative side. In other words, if she's a Baskoin married to Israel. So she's not allowed to go back to her family and eat truma yet because she's still pregnant. She's pregnant with the Yisrael baby inside of her. If she gives birth, she could go back. No, she cannot because it's Yisrael. She's married to Yisrael. But it's posel, the Eino Machel. But even if it's going to be a coin, he doesn't give to feed as a, a, on his bare power until he's born. That's Rabiosi's opinion. Okay? Amr Lo, so they told Rabiosi. Now that you told us that, you told us about a Bas Yisrael to a Kohen, that that's the way it works. It should be the same exact thing by a Bas Kohen who's married to a Kohen. And he dies. And she's pregnant. The slave should not be able to eat truma. Why? Because the Uber is a partial owner of those slaves. And the Uber is not able to feed the slaves truma Till he's born. In other words, it's almost like right. he's not gonna he doesn't have a colon status till he's born. You understand? So that's the idea. So that's their argument. Okay, so let's take a look at the Gemara. Yipailu the Shaila is raised. Time of the Rabiosi, what's the reasoning of Rabiosi? Why does Rabiosi say that that's the Allah that this Uber cannot feed? Um, what's the reason? Is it Mishom de Kosabar Uber Bimezara Zaru? Is it because since, after all, she's a Bas Yisrael, and inside of her stomach, she, he's not a Kohen yet. And therefore, since he's not a Kohen yet, so therefore he cannot feed Truma. Odilma, or is it a different concept? It's not a problem, the fact that <coughs> she is a Bas Yisrael. The problem is, Yelud Machel. She'en Yelud, in Machel. You've got to be born to be able to feed. And he's not in this world yet, so he doesn't have the ability to feed. That's the two, two ways of looking at it. What's the difference between these two ways? What if he's pregnant? What if there's a fetus inside and she is a kahanes? Well, if it's based on the idea of uber bimeizar is a czar, well, she's not a czar, she's a kahanes. So then he should be able to feed. If it's based on that, well, you've got to be born in order to feed, well, he's not born, so he's not able to feed. <clears throat> so, my, what's the halach? What's the, what is the reason? So, what, Rabbi, so Rabbi, what's, the, what's the matter? What's what? The, what's the relation between she, she, she's pregnant while the husband dies? Here's the rule. Not, okay, I, let's clarify a little bit. I don't understand what the term Tzombar says. Tzom Barzal is the last time. That was not relevant to here. Okay. Tzom Barzal, we explained in the previous Mishnah, that's the, one, the stuff that's written into the Ksuva. Okay, okay, okay. That's what we explained that already. 
Now, what we're talking about now is simple. There are slaves. These slaves are property. We're calling them some barzal because they're because if it's her property, it's a separate. We already said, you know, that could be a question. But we're not talking about it. We're talking about the slaves that belong to the husband. Let's put it that way. But there's a, there's, she's pregnant with a baby, and the baby is not born yet. So therefore, the, baby, the, 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 the slaves that are owned by that baby, in other words, the fetus owns these slaves, but he doesn't have the ability to feed the slaves truma until he's born. That's so the idea. Yes. If it's a male, we'll get to that. That's part of the suffix. Was we'll he the heir? He is the heir, but he's not. He, he's he's not the heir. That's exactly the problem. He's an heir already, but his ability to feed truma it doesn't kick in until he's born. Okay. Or that's one way of looking at it. Or maybe the problem is because since the mother's a Basi Israel, that's the problem because he's not yet a Kohen until he's born. You understand the difference? It's not a problem that. If you you know he's, it's his coin status that doesn't kick in until he's born, and because he, he's in the mo, in the mom who's who's a bas Yisrael. that's the two sides of uh, how to look at. So Amar Rabbi Rabbi explains how time in the review. See the reason is the kasaber uber mezaros are that's the reason, because since she is not a kainess, the baby is in, until he's born is not yet a coin. Rav Yosef Amar that's Rabbi's shita. Rav Yosef Amar no yulud machel shein yulud ena machel. That no, the reason is because only born babies have an ability to feed, not babies that are still in fetus in utero. Now, Meisvei the Gemara is a kasha. Amr lo the Rabbiosi. They told Rabbiosi the Chacham told Rabbiosi. Me'achrishat told Lo no Abbas Yisrael the Kohen. Abbas Kohen the Kohen. What's the halacha of a Abbas Kohen to a Kohen as well? Amr lem. I can't tell you. I don't know. Zushamati. It's a loshamati. The case as it was presented to me was a case of Abbas Yisrael to a Kohen. What would be a Bibasco to a coin? I can't answer. I never heard it. Now, here's the question. That's the reasoning. That's why he said I didn't hear because maybe it has to do, because if it's this reason, it wouldn't apply if she's a Bascoin. Um, uh, that's why he said I didn't hear about it. It's the same exact thing. So Gabar says, Kacha, that is a difficulty. But the bottom line is he didn't hear it. So anyway, so who is uh, so? Kamar continues. Amar review the Mishmol review the said name Mishmol Zudivir Rabbi Yosi. This is Rabbi Yosi's opinion. Avachamor Mucham to argue, and they say Yesh Lobanim. If he is there's children, Ochlem Mishlam on the faith on the basis of meaning. Let's leave the fetus. One second. There's previous children. If there's other children that are alive. So then these slaves will eat on the basis of those other children. Ain Lobanim, what if there are no other children? Then Oklamisham Akim. Then bottom line is they'll be able to eat because of the brothers. Meaning the sibling the because who will inherit this Kohen who died? If there's sons, they'll inherit it. If there's brothers, they'll inherit it. There's no children, the brothers will inherit it. Ain lo achim. One second, one second. Ain lo achim. What if there's no brothers? Ochlo mishemishbach the family. And so it's not. Maybe he doesn't have brothers, but it's going to go somewhere to a Cohen family. And that's the basis. Cousins, whatever it is. The bottom line is, it's going to somehow go back to a Cohen. And that's why these slaves are allowed to eat. And we don't really worry about the fetus at all, according to Achonim. Now, here's the question. Zul below When they're saying this is the sheet of Rav Yossi. 
and they disagree. Uh, is that really true? They disagree. Shmuel said to Ravchana Bagdato. Rashi explains that the name Bagdato, either he was an expert in Agada or he comes from Baghdad. He's from says a big city in Bavel called Baghdad. Okay. Polk I see I want you to gather ten men. Okay? And in their presence, I'm going to tell you Allah. And that purpose of the Allah is to publicize it as much as possible. If somebody is giving a gift to a fetus, it belongs to him. In other words, a, a, a fetus can own things. That's really the point, even though he's not born yet. And therefore, well, why are we ignoring that? Which is basically we're saying that we're ignoring the fetus as the owner, because oh, it's going its right now owned by other people. Bottom line is, a fetus can own things, so he inherits. So We the we must be that this is the sheet of Rabbi Yossi. but we hold like Rabbi Yossi. Now, Michael the pligi What is it coming to show us that nevertheless the rabbis argue on it? Later, Rabbi Yossi, we pligi, but the rabbis don't argue. You have to correct the text. Rabbi Yossi didn't make this up. He heard it as a testimony. If you think about this, this is going back quite a few generations. Okay? Till Shmai Vavtalian. Okay? The early Right. This is Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi ben Chalafta. Whatever. It's early, even before Shmai Vavtalian were the Rebbeim of Hila. Hillel's Talmud was Rabbi Yechim Zakeh. Okay, we gotta go. You go. Um, you gotta go all the way down. Rabbi Yossi, I think, was one of the Talmidim Rabbi Kiva. So it's much later. Anyway, but anyway, that was what he had tradition going back to Shmaya Naftalian. Veholdulo, and they agreed. They admitted to him. Samravashi, that's not the same thing as agreeing. Admitting and agreeing is not the same thing. Did they accept his testimony? They admitted. What does it mean? What does that mean? To Mr. Taimi, his reasoning is sound. Yeah, makes sense. Do they, is the tradition accepted? Not necessarily. Okay. Yeah, but isn't an Uber a Suffolk? No, we'll get to that. We're going to talk about it. When we'll get to the suffix situation. That's the fact. We're going to bring that up right now. Okay? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're jumping the gun. It's good. Oh, Yudh is online, so he doesn't talk up. But uh, you're filling in for him. <laughs> Who's I'm helping you at? <laughs> okay. He's there. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, Tanra Banan. So we're going to get on, right on that discussion. So Tanra Banan, we learn. Hineach Banan. What if there's sons? Okay? So we have two kinds of slaves. Abdi Muluk, Abdi Tzobarzel. They both can eat trumer. What if no sons, but she's pregnant? On the basis of the fetus, neither can eat. What if there's children and she's pregnant? What about then? If it's avdi meluk, they definitely can eat. Why? Because who gets the avdi meluk? She is she's the owner of the avdi meluk. Right? And if she's the owner of the avdi meluk, since she can eat because she has sons, so therefore, and they're belonging to her, they're not going to the Yerusha, so therefore, they eat. 
it's just like she eats. Since those really belong to the husband, so therefore they're more attached to the Yerusha, they cannot eat. And the reason is, is because they're all partially owned or by the fetus, and the fetus, as we explained, has no ability to feed. So even though maybe there's three brothers, and there's uh, uh, plus the fetus, and there's four slaves. We don't know how it's divided. Every one of these slaves is maybe really shy to the Uber, and therefore none of them can eat um, truma. You is, follow? It, is, is, this, is this a wife that's permitted or forbidden? Permitted. No, so it's, word, word, no, no, word, no, permitted. nothing, nothing if, forbidden here. Okay. If the, but that's if the, the problem. Uber is a female, then no, oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll no get there. Shauber posar. We're worried that maybe it's a bail, and that's the problem. Shauber posar in the machol divrei Rabbi Yosi. It's Rabbi Yosi Shita. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi Omer. Rabbi Shmuel, the son, his son says, Mishumav in the name of his father, Habas Machelas. If it's a daughter, that daughter has ability to feed. Haben in a machol, but the son not. What's the difference between a daughter and a son? Stay tuned. Give it a chance. Okay. Rabbi Shem ben Yechai Omer zicharim yochlo kulan. Uh, if there's male children, so then uh, we let the kid, we let the, the slaves eat, even though she's pregnant. If there's if all those that are alive that are that are born are nike are female, then the slaves cannot eat. because on the on the chance that the that the fetus is. Uh, male, then Vein Levanos, Ben, then basically he's the only owner, and then we're up the creek, okay? Because uh, he cannot feed, okay? Levanos, Ben, Now, here's the question. My area, Shemim to Uber Zachar, who cares that it's a Zachar? If, if they're all girls, so then, in, and the baby's also a girl, that baby's entitled to a share equal with the other girls, right? Because the girls inherit when there's no son. So, the same thing over here. Okay? Um, so, yeah, what's the matter? Don't we have a rule that if somebody's already eating, he keeps eating. So why all of a sudden to make him stop? No, we don't have that rule. Who told you that rule? I thought we did have that rule. The but rule... We're talking about truma, and we're talking about who does these slaves belong to. These slaves belong, if they belong to a fetus, that's what we're exactly saying. The fetus doesn't have an ability to feed truma. And it's a question whether who they're belonging to. So the Gemara is saying over here, let's say that we only said, well, what if the baby inside is a, is a, is a, is a man, is male, so then he is really the sole inheritor, and if he's the sole inheritor, then all the slaves belong to him, and if all the slaves belong to him, they can't eat it, cannot eat anything. Okay? I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the mother. The mother itself, you know, she was eating while the husband was alive. That she might be true, but we're not worried about, that's, we're not, she of course continues to eat. We're talking about the slaves. If the slaves are, are dependent on whoever they belong to. to eat. Okay, but she's entitled to eat. That's if they're, yeah, but these slaves aren't. They belong to her. Yuda, these slaves don't belong to her. They're the inheritance. <laughs> That's true by the, like we said, that's true by the Avdi Malug, which they're hers. When the husband okay. dies, she gets him back. Okay? So everything the husband really owns, okay, so that, at that point, it's best on the husband. 
So it passes to the children. That's the point. It's everything, right. It belongs to the husband. We're talking about the kind of slaves that will belong to the husband upon, when, when he dies. No, I agree with you. Uh, that, that's something I understand. That's very clear, you know. And, but the only thing I was concerned about is the mother itself. That's right. The She's eating and the home. slaves that are going to go to her will also eat because she can eat. But again, she's only able to eat if she's a Basra because she has kids from the Kohen. She didn't have any kids, then she could not eat herself. Okay? So the Gemara's question now, just to get focused back on our topic, why is it that the female, uh, we said that if this fetus is a, is a male, then it's a problem. If it's a female, it's the same problem because he's, that female is entitled to a share in the slaves just like the daughters that are alive. Okay? The answer is Chadavot Kamei. You're right, it's a double problem. Chadavot didn't give an Amipasa. Even if it's female, it's a problem because that, that we, don't, we can't determine which slave is going to go to which person. And the Od, Dishamim Tzu And if it's male, it's even also a problem. Ben Levanos, Pemakama Ben. Now, Zecharim, we said, Zecharim Yochlu. The question is this. Rabbi Shimba Yochai said, Zecharim Yochlu. If the male children, then the slaves all eat. Why? What about the fact that there's a fetus? Isn't the fetus entitled to a share and the fetus is not able to feed Truma, as we explained? The answer is, Kosavar ain't Choshashin Lemiuta. The reason of Reb Shimon by is because we're not worried about a minority possibility, like, like Yanki was saying, right? The muta. What's the miut? After all, it's only a minority chance that it's a, that it's going to be born a male. Why? Because it's really fifty-fifty between boys and girls. And then there's then there's a, a minority of miscarriages. In either of those cases, the, so the majority likelihood is that it's not going to be. A male. So it's only a minority possibility, so we don't worry about it. Majority is that it's not going to be a male. Okay? So uh, it's only a mute that it will be a born, a born healthy male. So therefore, we don't concern ourselves with that. That's the shita of Rabbi Shimon Barichai. Now, Bibai Seymour, alternatively, we're worried about a mute possibility. But what we're doing here is we're stepping in and to avoid the problem. Obviously, it's to their advantage, to everyone's advantage, to be able to feed truma to the slaves. Why? Because it's much cheaper. It's like uh, you're paying less for food because there's a less demand for truma. Okay? You get the truma for free. Okay? So, we're going to make it the kind of Rav Nachman, Amr Shmuel, like Rav Nachman said, Neymar Shmuel, Amr Rav Nachman, Amr Shmuel, Yisomim, Yisomim, they're orphans, and they're coming to divide the estate of, of the father that passed. Basically, each of these orphans will have a representative that's an adult who's choosing. And they're choosing a good, you know, they're, they're advocating on behalf of, of, of their particular orphan that they're in charge of. And that's what we do. Once they become adults, they can say, you know what, I really didn't like what, the, what, what my representative, my apotropist, chose for me. Rav Nachman, Nachman himself says that if they get older, they cannot rebuke. Okay? Why? Tim Cain, uh, meaning they can't change their mind. Too bad. That's how it worked. Okay? Just, you know, live with it. Okay? Tim Cain, Makok Bezniyaf, Bezniyaf established it. Then, you know, you can't, you, you can't 
make it a weak position. So Bezdin said that they're representing, they do the best of their ability, and they have to just like it or lump it, but they can't change it. Okay, now, the question is, oh, so what are we saying over here? So being that that's the case, the advocate for the Uber is going to step in and say, you know what, instead of giving him the slaves, we're going to give him the cow, or the, you know, the field, or something else, the car. It's not going to affect it. You're not feeding it uh, truma gas anyway. So it's not a problem. So he'll get, the, he'll get the automobile. In other words, we're going to grant him something else to avoid the problem. Now, who owns the slaves? Only the brothers that are alive. So we can feed them truma. Understand? That's the system. Okay. So now the Gemara is saying, Maybe Rav Nachman's shita is the explanation of the Machlokas Tanam over here. Okay, meaning Rabbi Shimon says that it's Charm Yochlu, that's because of this Takana. And uh, Tanakama didn't say this Charm Yochlu because we're worried about the Uber. Um, we're worried about the fetus. It's because they, we don't, we don't uh, set up a system of Apotropos. So the Lord says, no, lo, the Kolam is Lutar of Nachman. Everybody agrees with Rabbi Nachman. The question is, do we worry about the minority possibility of it, the child being uh, a male? And uh, Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, no, Mishamaviv, a different shot. Okay, different, what did he say? This is Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yossi, said in the name of his father, Habas Machel, Haben Eno Machel. Now we're trying to understand this. What does that mean? If there's a daughter, then we feed. And if there's a son not, what's the problem? So, Maishna Ben, Telo Machel, Mishamchel Kashulabar. Why, if the son we can't feed the slaves? Because the portion of the slave belongs to the fetus. And if it's a daughter, you have to worry about the portion of the fetus. Isn't that the same problem? The answer is, we're talking about over here where there's very limited funds. Aha. And what's the halachic status of the limited funds? It's very interesting. <coughs> when there's a lot of money, so who, who does it go to? goes to the sons. The inheritance goes to the sons. But when there's very limited funds, who does the priority go to? The daughters. Basically, they get to live off the estate first. Okay? And therefore, we're talking about Nechazimotin, Ochigon Ika Ben, is a son and a daughter. Okay? That's alive. Manavshachin, we're saying like this. What if this fetus is a boy? So then, he's not better than the son that's alive, who gets nothing in this Yerusha. So he's like a non-owner at all. So the one inside is not also not going to get any share because there's not much money and we need to take care of these girls till they grow up. And that's what the estate is locked in for. So who is the full owner, basically? The daughter is the full owner, okay? What if it's a girl? Then we're going to have to take care of the girl fetus. Ah, my, uh, so, so my achla betakanta derbanon. It's a takanta derbanon this whole idea of why the daughter gets it. Guess when the Takanas Rabbanon kicks in? Kama de lo'inafig la'avir olam lo'tekin Rabbanon. The Takana kicks in on birth. They, they say the living daughters get taken care of by the estate first. That's the priority. So it belongs to the daughters. That's very nice. But the daughter that's in utero, even if it is a daughter, that's not, they never made the Takana on her behalf. So who's the sole owner? The daughter is the sole owner. The sons get zero from this estate. Only the daughters are getting it. And therefore, since the daughters can eat Shema, the slaves can eat Shema because they belong completely to the daughter. Okay. Now, for my Kimta, what is the case over here? Where there's very limited funds. 
So what about the next line? Ema Seifa, Shema Yimtza Hober Zacher. What if you find that the fetus is male? Then it's all going to go to the male. Adraba, Nechasim Watim, Debaris Nenu. It's only going to daughters, not the son. Who cares if it's a male? So Gemara says, you're right. Seifa, son, the Nechasim Rabbim. The safe is talking about where there's a lot of money, there's plenty of funds, and then, since there's plenty of funds, there's no longer a priority to the daughters, and then the whole Yerusha will go to the son, not the daughter. Is it true that when there's limited funds, it goes to the daughters? Uh, um, what they sell is sold, meaning even though there's nechas matim, the, the the sons do have the power to sell it. Okay, a sale is a sale. What does it mean, bas here? So really, yes, it's true. We take care of the daughters, but it's still truly belonging to the sons, and they, if they sell it, it's a valid sale. So therefore, what does it mean? My aim really bas here means the mom. And, and that's what it's saying, that the mom gets to, you know, what belongs to the mom will be able to uh, eat, uh, because it's all hers, like the Avdi Muluk, okay? Iyachi, if that's true, Hainu uh, Rabbi so isn't that Rabbi It's not Rabbi Shmuel anymore? The answer is, Kula Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi, it's Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi who's quoting his father, and that's the story. All right. Um, can we do the Mishnah? We have a, a minute, maybe. Okay. Ha'ov, uh, next case. Ha'uber va'yavam ve'irsin va'cheresh. You have a fetus, you have a yavam, you have a betrothal, and you have a, a deaf, uh, a deaf mute. Oben teishashan v'yamachad. And you have a nine-year-old in a day. All of those in their scenarios, postlin, they disenable somebody from eating truma. And they also don't enable somebody to eat truma. It's like that in-between state. Okay? Safek shu bentes, shanim, v'yom echad, safek she'enu bentes, maybe he's nine, maybe he's under nine, and he, um, or safek hevi be'saras, safek shalo hevi, he's uh, just under bar mitzvah, or just over bar mitzvah, and we're not sure, and he did a kiddushin, so is it Nairson or not? So, or nafal abayis, all of al-bas achiv, what if the house fell on him? And on the daughter of his brother, so there's a question of whether there's a, a yibum circumstance here or not. We're not sure who died first. If if the bas achim died first, or if the then then basically there is a mitzvah yibum. If it's the other way around, then there is no mitzvah yibum. So tzaras chalatzus lobus yabemus. We're gonna have to do chalitza not yibum. Now just to understand these cases over here, it's a little bit complicated. We'll stop here at the end of the mishnah, but basically. If the if the like the case of the fetus is like we said, the, she's a bas kohen married to Israel, and there's a fetus, that's a problem. It, but if it's the other way around, enomachel. If it's a bas Israel who's married to the kohen and there's only a fetus, so then it, it, she still she cannot eat till the baby's born. And the same is true for a yavam. If there's a bas kohen who's waiting for yibum to a Israel, that disenables her from eating truma from her household. And if it's the other way around, a Bas Yisrael, who's waiting for Yibum, she had no kids from her calling husband, but until the Yibum, she doesn't get to eat Truma either. So it's like this in-between status. And the same, the Gemara will explain the, the, the Ben Teshan, and what are we talking about over there, um, um, and the Arison case also, the Bas Kohen, who's 
betrothed to a Yisrael lost her ability to eat Shuma, but a Bas Yisrael who's betrothed to a Kohen also doesn't have the ability to eat Shuma. We'll see why when we get to in the Gemara, and we'll stop over here. <laughs>